unlike the government, the news in the Tornado Alley never shuts down. That's right, folks. We have so much to cover. So much news breaking over the past week. USL schedule opening. New stadium news at One Oak. New signings for the Tulsa Roughnecks. Oh, man, we've got a lot to cover. It's so little time. But I have some folks helping me out today. The Wrench Maidens, brand new supporter group, female supporter group of Tulsa Roughnecks. Angela Chartier, Bonnie Dick, both in studio to help me break down the brand new news and to give a little insight on their new supporter group here in Tulsa. So, folks, it's, it's got cold again. It was some tornadoes yesterday. It was crazy. You got to get inside, folks. We've got pillows, blankets, everything. You got to get inside because it's another episode of the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. All right, folks. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. Your host, Roger Graham. Breaking it down. In the nine one eight. Oh, so much talk about. I mean, it just seems like I just finished recording last week's episode, and then we had the stadium news. One Oak. We have USL schedule opening, opening up the remainder of it. I guess opening it up, uh, and then new signings. Oh, so much happened. It seems like it was yesterday. I was, I was recording last week. It was crazy. But anyway, we're gonna get into all that. But first, before we do that, bgn.fm is where you can find the podcast, Beautiful Game Network. So much content. Oh, man, if you if you just want to listen to podcasts all day, I think you could click through every single one of our, uh, of our uh, brethren out there, folks who are putting out podcasts, and you wouldn't, you just have a constant stream of brand new podcasts just all the time. USL Show, Brother of the Game. You've got the un- unused substitutes out there in Tampa Bay, Phoenix Rising, or the Rising, the Rising is one podcast all covering all things Phoenix Rising. It's just it's preseason. I mean, it hasn't preseason even started. It's just off season. But there's a lot of content, lots to talk, lots to listen to. So, folks, get out there and um, get to listening. That's all I can say about that. Get to listening and. You will not be disappointed. And, uh, yeah, we've got, like I said, we've got a great guest on, the Wrench Maidens, brand-new supporter group here in Tulsa, supporting the uh, Roughnecks, BML supporter group. So Angela and Bonnie will be both on to help me break down the news for this week and to give a little insight into their supporter group. So without further ado, let's cue it up. All right, thank you so much for joining me today on the Tornado Alley Soccer Podcast. I have a special treat for you. you got special guests in studio here in the Frady Hall, the worldwide leader, worldwide uh, headquarters of Tornado Alley. I have Angela Chartier and uh, Bonnie Dickin, and they are both with the group. The went Wow, I said it wrong. I, th- I told you I'd say it wrong. It's the Wrench Maidens. I don't know where I was going with Well, I don't know what I was trying to say. Uh, anyway, so the Wrench Maidens, they're both in-house here today. Angela has the mic. How are you doing today, Angela? I'm doing great, Roger. How are you? I'm doing well. Bonnie, you doing okay over there? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you. I'll thank you all for both joining me this evening and um, 
Well, yeah, we've got so much to discuss. I was just talking before off off air. You know, you know, I recorded late last week. I mean, what could possibly happen in the next few days? Holy cow! We have the schedule drop, uh, stadium news, huge stadium news for the Roughnecks, and a couple of player signings. Right? I mean, it's yep. it's it's like it never ends, right? Yep, I'm starting to get excited. It's really starting to get real. Yeah, uh, you know, last week we had, if you haven't listened, folks, uh, we had uh, Joaquin Rivas. He he was on, and I didn't realize it's two weeks away till they report training camp. That's crazy. Uh, wow. It just seems like yesterday we were watching the San Antonio, watching Billy Forbes flop all over the place. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh, that was – and then we had – Angela was here when we had Mario and – uh, we had Josh and uh, Jonathan Levin all in house here. We had like a full. We had like the whole thing was packed here. The whole Freddy hole was packed. Yeah, it and, was. Uh, God, it seems like I was yesterday. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago, actually. But yeah, I mean, it was like a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Angela, uh, really cool thing you got going. Uh, the this new supporter group, a uh, uh, ladies only <coughs> supporter group. Yep, I tried joining, correct. she wouldn't let me. It's it's fine. Uh, <laughs> so, what was the motivation on uh, creating uh, the the wrench maidens? Well, quite some time ago, I was watching a soccer match. I don't even remember who's playing. Sure. And I see this group of women in the stands. And I asked Mario, I was like, who are those women? He goes, well, that's the supporter group for that team. And I was Mm. like, really? Well, why don't the Roughnecks have one? Good question. (laughs) And he's like, why don't you start it? I was like, no, I I can't do that. I'm just, that's, that's just not me. But then a few weeks ago, I was like, it was really starting to get to me saying, you know, we really, really need a group for women. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you got the players who come in with their families. We can have their wives sit with us if they want. And sure. Their kids and, you know, any family members that come in to watch them. So. Now, and just uh, head, you know, for folks, if you've ever sat with the roustabouts, you're going to get drenched with beer. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, at times it has to happen, right? But uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, maybe I, I imagine you guys will be right in the middle of it uh, at times. And uh, I know y'all are uh, always in, in the group supporting. Uh, oh, yeah. But are you, are you going to come up your own chance? And, and I know you talked just a second ago. You're going to, you're going to get a scarf, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. But, oh. yeah, we'll also have our own chance. We'll come up with those two. Nice. I love it. That's great. Yeah, yeah I think, uh, you know, you're starting to see more. Is this your, wow, this is your four of the franchise. And you start seeing, uh, you know, Law Union last year. Yeah. I guess it was really the year before last, really. Yeah. And then it really grew last year. And I think Coach Vaudreau was one of the, you know, Mario, obviously. And then Coach Vaudreau really reaching out uh, to the Hispanic community. And, and that, that group really blew up last oh, yes. year. Oh, yes. That was Big, big help there. Yeah, and and I think me personally, and something you've already addressed, and 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 Bonnie as well, is that there is I think a need for a female supporter group because I think that's an underserved uh, demographic in, in soccer. Oh yeah, yeah. I was really really surprised because every single person I asked mm-hmm. said yes. Nobody said no. Great. Yeah, and I think you know the more. <laughs> You know, you have different folks coming out to the matches, yes. and uh, I think that's only going to grow this game. That's and, what I'm hoping you know, for. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, hey, we can you can serve you know twenty, thirty year old guys all day long, but 
eventually, you know, those, that same group, they're going to, you know, enter new phases in life. And you have to keep that, that group, you have to keep the people engaged and you have to keep growing. And otherwise, you know, and what I'm running into now, having a family, it's a lot harder (laughs) to get out to the games, you know? So uh, I love it. I, I I think that's great, and we'll keep we'll keep talking a little bit more as the as the uh, episode goes on and and getting to know uh, uh, this new group. And uh, you know, like I said earlier, we had a lot of news breaking over the really over the kind of the weekend. Yeah, but, exactly. Well, let's talk about one of the things. Speaking of stadium, I think this is the has been some. You know, this is really the really biggest news as far as One Oak's concerned. Uh, you know, last year we had the new consent the concession stand the new bar yeah the new bar and if you haven't been there folks you need to it is awesome especially those nice warm summer evenings <laughs> yeah, oh that's I, true. there were so many nice nights out there just uh you know having a, you know having some nachos have a drink that was the big news and i think this is actually bigger news as far as soccer fans are concerned and it is the the stadium is going to I guess experiment, or they're using a, uh, a a pitcher's mound that's going to go underground. Oh yeah, and they can play over the pitch. Uh, Bonnie, what do you think about that news? Is that something that you're excited about? Oh, I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I, I think one of the things people have you know, quietly complained about or talked to me about was the fact you said on. You know, you, if you're not in the roustabout section, if you don't want to get beer thrown on, you know, all that jazz. <laughs> um, and you're sitting over there in the families and you're sitting off to the side. It, it's a 20, 30 yards to the, to the field. Now, that's not going to be the same. Yeah, it's going to be a huge difference. They're going to be so much closer. Yeah, and I think people that normally sit over there are going to be in for a treat this season, don't you? I agree. Yeah, and one something else uh, that uh, I was talking uh, uh, just with some folks that we will be able to potentially host Open Cup matches. So what do you think about FC Dallas or Kansas City or one of these teams coming into town? What do you think about that? Oh, I am really excited about that. Oh, yeah, I I think. I was, like, really bummed last year when I couldn't go to the FC Dallas game. Oh, yeah. It was open. Yeah, oh, that was a great match, and I know we came on the short end of it, but it was one of those I was glad I went to. But I think it would even be way better if I didn't have to drive four hours to a game. And I could just yeah, go exactly. here at One Oak exactly. and go, all right, let's, let's watch FC Dallas. Let's see how they hang their hat here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm also hoping for, like, you know, other countries to come here, mm. other international teams. Sure. I mean, you know, we could go Club Leon right now and get Landon Donovan. That'd be oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for those who uh, – if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are already aware of Landon Donovan playing with Club Leon in the Liga Mex. Uh, so he's coming out of retirement again. I don't know who's coming out of retirement more, him or he or Brett Favre. But anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it seems to be a, seems to be a uh, – reoccurring themes I, I just don't think it's out of his system yet but anyway so yeah i you like you said uh getting some of these uh international teams to come come to tulsa oh, yeah. you know maybe during their off season maybe to see uh i know swansea's played uh sacramento i believe in the past and have played the uh the richmond kickers hosted a couple of epl teams so i mean i would take even stoke city like, just bring <laughs> stoke city just 
I don't B-team. think Mario would like to hear that, though. <laughs> oh, of course, he's a big Chelsea fan. But, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I take the Arsenal, like, U-20s, like, the baby Arsenals, uh, you know, whatever. Just anyone that would come, I think, would be – I think we would benefit from that as well. Oh, yeah, I agree. Well, um, also, big news that dropped last week and something I know we were talking off air, road trips, USL schedule, Tulsa Roughnecks. Have you already got the plane booked for Vegas, Angela, <laughs> Bonnie? <you> got, <laughs> no, I don't think I'll go that far. Up? Not that far yet. All right. Well, well, we, were, we were talking about going to either RGV or San Antonio. RGV. That's, you know, RGV is brand new stadium, Heb Park, H-E-B Park. Uh, you can probably get you a seat down there. Uh, it is such a hard place to get to. It's, really? I mean, Nine hours to get to San Antonio, then add four more, unless you can have like a private jet or something like that. <laughs> I don't know if Mario's, <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, I'll just get the private jet. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That'd we, be nice. We just right? got it parked out here at Tulsa International. Yeah. Or TIA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's say if you didn't have, if let's just say every team was, just pretend like we're in England for a second, right? Okay. Cheerio. So <laughs> that's my England accent, by the way. All right. So what team would you love to see? Take out destinations, but just team-wise that you would love to travel to. Eh, forget it. Let's do destinations. Let's just say it all costs the same. What was the place that you'd love to go just watch an away match? Personally, I want to go to Fresno. I've always okay. wanted to go to California. Never been there. Never been to California? Never been to California. I've Holy been east, cow. but I've not been west. <laughs> really? I was yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and they're new to the USL this sure. year, so that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Plus, get to go see Kafa. Yeah, Juan Pablo Kafa. <laughs> yeah. yeah, big fan oh. favorite around here. Yeah, oh he's, yeah. Unfortunately, we had to. Uh, I think we all kind of knew that he would probably move on, and uh, you know he had he was such an asset for Tulsa last year. Yes, he was. And uh, you know all the best to him. But yeah, I think that'd be and and usually those first year teams. The fans are jacked, mm-hmm. they're excited, they're juiced for the team. And to see, um, you know, the fans really get behind it. You know, sometimes when they've been in the league for a couple of years, you, 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 some of the fans just don't, they, they, they find other things to do. Yeah. It's not new anymore. So I, I like that pick. Fresno would be a great, great, obviously a great choice. And I think we play them and. So, I know there's like a two-week gap between them and the Sacramento because I was eyeballing like a road trip, kind of a back-to-back, because if you go to California, you've got to make sure you go to at least one, two games. Oh, right? yeah. If you're if they're going to be over there and mm-hmm. you're going to be over there, you need to make more than one game. Oh, for sure. And this, Fresno's not – it's in between San Francisco and uh, L.A. So if you could – unfortunately, the Roughnecks don't do this. Usually in the past, Roughnecks, you know, it's like they play Phoenix, then L.A., then they go to Orange yeah. County. But it doesn't look like they're doing that this no, year. No, it doesn't. Um, but when we have the really the only rodeo road trips we have is in, I believe, in, in August and September, we have these really long stretches of away matches. And, and we'll get into some of the some of the games that I, I've kind of I've circled as far as interest goes. But uh Unfortunately, I will not be going to Las Vegas. Um, <laughs> no, unless uh, you won't either. Huh? Oh, you're not either. <laughs> no. Oh, I would love to though, but <clears throat> yeah, 
Mine is because the birth of my second child will be yeah. <laughs> three days later. And, um, yeah, I don't think my wife was going to let me do no, that. No, I don't so. think so. Yeah. Probably not a good idea. No. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> said, oh, just go. You got three days, dude. <laughs> yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, yeah, good luck with that. Right, exactly. Well, um, you know, uh, just thumbing through, we you know we have we've already announced the beginning of the mat, uh, the beginning of the season match at o- yes. uh, OSU. Oh. I don't know why I almost said OSU. OSU, we're playing Oklahoma State. in Oklahoma <laughs> City because it's kind of like OSU. Yeah, I'm OU and anyway, so yeah, I know you'll be going to that. Whenever we'll have. A, oh yeah, we'll definitely be there. Oh yeah, of course. And then the week after. The monarchs come to monarchs, town. Monarchs, yes. That's a pretty back tough back to back. Yeah, I agree. Me. That's a, whew, that's a, that's going to be a tough back to back there. But you know, there's some other matches that you know early on in the season, we get to see Fresno uh, early on. We get to see uh, two teams three times, and that is Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, City and yeah. St. Louis. St. And Louis. Thank God. St. Louis this year is on a weekend. I know. I want to go to one of those games, too. Absolutely. Uh, yes, you should. And I know, I think Mario's been already. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they're great, great fans. The Luligans, they're, you know, they, this is, they're kind of like our, you know, I guess our friends, our frenemies, I guess yeah. you want to call it that. Yeah. We're, we're all good. Lots of those guys we can talk to and, and chat with a lot and, and have made friends with. And, you know, they're kind of like, uh, you know, if, if if we don't win, we hope they do, you know. Uh, yeah. But you know that being able to go to St. Louis on a, on a weekend that's huge. Uh, we've always seems like we they they always bring tech. They brought a couple dozen people last I year know. to a Wednesday. I match. couldn't believe that they had that many people in the middle of the week. Yeah, there's like yeah, we took off work and headed down. Um, which that's props to them, and and that's just oh, yeah. their fan. They have a pretty rabid fan base, and. Uh, and they're all real, real good guys and gals as well. Uh, and, you know, then we have, let's see, our first uh, road match. Well, actually, we have OC coming to town on the 31st, which that's a team we had some su- lots of mm-hmm. success with last year. We'll see that they've gotten better. Uh, Timbers 2 come to town on a Wednesday, boo. But, I mean, <laughs> if it's a Wednesday match, I'd rather it be Timbers 2 coming to town than... Yeah, it's a really good match going on. Yeah, uh, or, yeah. Or, or, you know, somebody that's a road-trippable exactly. place, and then they can't come down because it's a Wednesday. So, I don't anticipate a lot of Portland Timbers 2 fans coming. No, I don't think so. But they're Timbers fans, <laughs> and they're, you know, anyway. Uh, and then our first real road match, I'd say real road match, I mean, Oklahoma City is as well, but Fresno is our real, like, hey, maybe... Joaquin's family's out there and a couple oh, yeah. of other guys. Man, and that's they re- will be. That's really it. And then you have Sacramento, which there's a 10-day there's a ten day gap there, and that's too bad because I think a lot of people would say, all right, let's go Fresno, Sacramento, L.A., or Las Vegas. That'd be a pretty good combo there if you're just like, ah, you just have some yeah, vacation if I time had to kill. all that vacation time and – Money to do all that? I'd be out there. Oh, yeah, I'd be broke after watch Fresno. Him. I'd be like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's like casinos here, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, then we come back on the 9th. And, and right here, so May 5th, May 9th, Reno come to town. That's going to be a tough one. But right in this area, yeah. Phoenix, holy cow, Phoenix Rising coming to town. Yeah. San Antonio a week later. A week later, that's going to be... Also peppered in here, you have you can't forget is the, the uh, US Open, Open Cup. Yeah, yeah, Open Cup. So that could be 
I mean, it could be anyone from Tulsa Athletic. It could be anyone from, you know, maybe the U OKC Energy U twenty three again. Maybe we see that 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 match again. Um, I mean, it, I don't know how it's going to be set. They haven't discussed how the USL, how all these amateur teams, how they're all going to be thrown in there. Yeah. How many teams are going to qualify? They haven't decided any of that. So all this is just you know speculation. But I mean, last year we had. The San Antonio match going oh, after yeah. his PKs, and then a a match that was ended up being harder than it should have been against Oklahoma City Energy U twenty three. Yeah, that's so true. You got that going on. Yeah, Reno, San Antonio, Antonio Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be a crazy. And then we got oh Oklahoma City coming back to town on, on Memorial Day weekend, which I'm pretty excited about because I won't be able to go to the lake because you know I have a kid in tow. So there you go. I guess I'll go to the game, right? If uh, I get permission. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, if maybe if I'll be sleepwalking, but I'll be there, right? <laughs> uh, LA Galaxy two on the on the second of June. Roughnecks hosting St. Louis that yeah. Saturday, which I'm sure Luligans will have already got the buses ready for that one. Phoenix Rising again, the Fighting Dog Drogbas uh, on Saturday, the June sixteenth. Lots of Saturday matches here. It's either Saturdays or Wednesdays. So yeah. Uh, LA Galaxy 2, I, I, that's a Wednesday. I wouldn't mind giving up a Wednesday match to a two-team. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, that'll work. That'll work. Uh, here's your Rio Grande match on July 7th, July 4th weekend. All right. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, it'll take you all weekend to get down there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and St. Louis on the 14th. So, switchbacks, we don't play them until July 21st. Wow. Don't play them until then. And it's at Wagner Field, Wiedner Field, however you want to say it. Uh, so yeah, you know, just, and then we play them like two games afterwards. So it's kind of a weird way the schedule works out. And then we book in the season, uh, with Seattle Sounders two, just like last season. That was our, well, I guess that was our second to last match. Yeah. Last was second last. I can't even remember who we played last game. Yeah. It was, uh, we lost to the Colorado switchbacks. Yeah, was we that, started the oh, season wow. with them and ended it with them. But so lots of matches, 37 match, 37, 30, whatever it is, 34 matches, sorry. So we have the two extra matches against one against St. Louis, one against Oklahoma City. Yeah. Let me ask you, is that, is, do you think that's a good way to allocate those two matches or would you, I mean, in a perfect world, what would you like to see those last, those two additional matches go to? Would you like to see Eastern Conference teams or are you cool with our, uh, us using them on those rival opponents? I like the rival opponents. Okay. There's, there, I, I really get into those a lot, okay. lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, there's something to those easy, drivable road trips. Yeah. Uh, you know, that building that rivalry between teams. Exactly. I think uh, from 2016, we had to play like Oklahoma City four times, and it was just like, oh, my God, when are we going to stop playing these guys? <laughs> Probably one, because we were losing that year, and two. Oh, just yeah, like, that. Uh, but anyway... I, personally, I would like to see those two allocated to like an Eastern Conference team, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. we don't get to see them here. You know, I mean, Richmond Kickers, we never get to see them unless that's we play true. them in the finals. I mean, that's the only time. It's like the old baseball. You get the major leagues. You know, back and before major league play. Yeah. If you're the major yeah. league team, you won't see the National League team until the World Series. So I guess there's some mystique there. But personally, I would like to like, hey, let's why not Red Bulls to come to town or Tampa? Oh my God, Tampa Bay or Ottawa with these old, <laughs> you know, NASL teams. Uh, maybe a Nashville since they keep stealing all of our players. 
I, you know, it's, I don't know, just my point oh two, I guess, on that. Hmm. Yeah, sounds not good. a problem. Sounds yeah. good. <laughs> I still like the rivalry. I just like, I just have a lot more fun with it. Yeah, I mean, what's one more game against Oklahoma City? Exactly. You know, well, maybe not Oklahoma City, but. Yeah. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Well, uh, you know, we've had a couple of signings, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about those. Uh, we have Terrence Smith, who formerly of the, well, he had played at Tulsa Athletic and also at NSU here in uh, Oklahoma, in Tahlequah. So somebody with a little bit of local flavor here. Yeah, uh, yeah I, he's, I saw that. He, yeah, he's, uh, I believe he played practice with the team last season and was, you know, didn't get signed on, but was practicing with the team, I think staying in shape and, uh, you know, looking for his next move and, and Coach Valdra offered him uh, this, posi- uh, this position, this uh, <laughs> opportunity here, opportunity Tulsa. Here, yes, wow. and then um, we also, you know, so it's it's one that I caught wind, or at least I thought I caught wind of, uh, and in Michael Bynes uh, with the he's a Jamaican national team guy, midfielder. Um, you know, it had been a rumor, you know, a week or so ago that you know maybe we were talking with him, but I'd ever. You know, you hear oh, wow. all sorts of no, rumors. I hadn't heard that, but but obviously the rumors were true. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Uh, you know, it's funny that uh, there was also rumors that somebody posted last year. I think it was the funniest post ever. It was a French, like a French guy, who posts random, uh, random transfer rumors, uh-huh. and I think he's is obviously a satire. <laughs> and he said, uh, <laughs> he said that. Uh, uh, Ibrahimovic was uh, linked to Tulsa Roughnecks. Oh, really? I was like, oh, God, that'd be <laughs> awesome, right? I don't think we'd get that lucky. <laughs> no. I would imagine more girls would be coming to the games. Well, you, you're, 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 you're great. <laughs> Maybe guys, too. I don't, you know, whatever. You know, Our whatever group would really about. grow then. Oh, it would explode. <laughs> oh, my God, we can't. We, we don't have enough scarves for everybody. <laughs> I might be joining. I don't know, you know. But anyway, uh, <laughs> as long as you're in drag, yeah, that's all, of go. course, right? <laughs> just, just another Saturday for me. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so well, let me ask you. I'll back up just, just while we're talking here. What, what got you got you into soccer? What got me into soccer was actually Mario. All right, there you go. I, I've always loved sports. Mm-hmm. I hate watching it on TV. Mm-hmm. Because I hate the commercials and sure. all that stuff, and yep. after a while, I just get bored with it. I like right. I like the energy. I like being around all that stuff. And uh, I met him, and he started having me go to games with him. And it's just like it's. I'm very passionate about yeah. it now. I yeah. mean, I did know a little bit about soccer, but now I know a lot more than I did ever did. There you go, just like a top A person. <laughs> I'm gonna study this. I'm gonna find out. Everything I can can about oh, this. Yeah. Well, Bonnie, are, are you? Do you have a similar story or? Kind of. It was my sister and Mario last year, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. When my kids were growing up, I mean, I've always loved to watch sports too. Sure. Um, especially going to the games in person. Sure. The energy is just a lot more energy. Mm-hmm. My kids played baseball, so I was the baseball mom. Okay. The town we lived in didn't really do soccer that much. I understand that. Yeah. Um, so I had not watched it and didn't realize how much I enjoyed it until I went to my first game, mm. and I fell in love with it. Yeah, oh, that's that's great, and and it's just it just shows. Hey, your friend tells your friend, and I, I think that's the organic growth that has occurred in soccer. And you know, now a lot of kids play it. A lot of 
you know, the study the other day that came out, uh, Grant Waugh posted from SI, and it was showing people's favorite sport. You know, here's all the four major sports, baseball, football, hockey, and uh, soccer was in there, basketball. And it went up from 4% to 7%. You're thinking, well, that's not a big percent, but considering that was the largest percentage, this is just the question you ask, hey, what's your favorite sport? And 7% of the people said soccer. Of that, they went down demographically. And it was boys and girls under the age of like 30, under the age of 20, under the age of, you know, I guess 20 was the highest. And it was like 11%. And you're talking about baseball, it was like 4%. And you're seeing, I think, a shift, a, a demographic shift here of people, younger people, watching soccer as opposed to watching baseball. And I think you guys both nailed it on the head, the commercials, how long it takes. Uh, I mean, I played, I love baseball. I played it. I mean, I play softball as an adult. But, you know, playing it and watching it is two different things. Completely. Oh, I mean, I'm watching while I'm out there, you know, I'm in the dugout just, you know, BSing with the guys, you know, talking and, you know, sometimes drinking beer in the dugout. <laughs> Softball, not baseball, obviously. But, you know, it's interesting. I think you're starting to see that. You're starting to see this younger group come up that's enjoying the game of soccer. And we'll see where in, you know, I mean, I'm not, of, I'm not under 20, obviously, but, you know, I think you just start seeing that and then, parents watching playing sports playing soccer i don't know we'll see i mean who knows baseball could have a resurgence and it could be the new thing i don't i don't know maybe cricket becomes popular i don't know <laughs> ice hockey I, anyway so anyway i don't know what i was talking about there i went i lost track of my thoughts there but as i often do when i'm just sitting here talking to myself you know i just you know, anyway so yeah, that's great, great insight, and uh, I always enjoy talking to folks and asking them how they got into soccer. I asked Joaquin last week, and he's like, hey, my, my dad played, you know, so, yeah, uh, it's great. It's great to hear that. Well, you know, right now, um, you know, we have, we, you know, there, uh, I just saw a post a few minutes ago, and uh, it was about the, uh, Chicago Fire. So why are we paying attention to Chicago Fire? Well, that's who we're affiliated with. We just re-upped with them. Uh, the Super Draft just occurred. I'm not going to go into any details because I have no idea. Only the person I knew anything about was the guy that FC Dallas signed, and the only reason I knew him was because he had a ridiculous goal in the Open Cup against St. Louis. That's the only person I knew. of all the, uh, Just college soccer, It's just uh, that's something that's improved in this country is the, you know, us knowing these guys. I can tell you 50 football players. I can't tell you one college soccer player. I mean, outside this outside of University of Tulsa, I can tell you. So, got a long ways to go there. But that aside, Chicago Fire came out with their training camp roster. Stefan Cleveland, who played with us a little bit last year, is on it. Jorge Corrales. Jorge. Woo-hoo. Yeah, big fans there. Um, and you have... Few guys that were signed: Brandon Vincent, uh, 
he's on there, and he got some PT last year. Drew Connor, Brant Bronico from last year, uh, of course, Dax and uh, Bastian Feinsteiger. But one of the names that popped up and was of interest to me is Josh Gap. Now, he played with the Rapids last year. He played with um, played overseas, and he was one of these guys that really the U.S. thought he was an up-and-comer when he was 18, 19 years old. And, you know, it was kind of really didn't stick with stick in, um, US, or in the MLS. He's on trial with Chicago Fire. So we may see him. I would if he falls through the cracks. Gosh, I'd, I'd like to crack at him, you know, in Tulsa. Um, you know, we have uh, some of their forwards, some of the folks that have unsigned super drafts, picks, uh, Elliot Collier, uh, Diego Campos is like another name out there. A couple, uh, couple of guys uh, on the defensive side. You have um, um, Maxi Moriera, who's uh, another trial, trialist, Sam Howard trialist there. So maybe we see one of these guys come down to Tulsa, you know. So, and if I get asked a lot by just some of the folks outside of Tulsa, hey, how come Tulsa hasn't signed as many players? And well, the reason why is we've got to figure out what Chicago Fire is doing because we may end up getting some of those guys. So, yeah, yeah. So we'll see what turns out there with Chicago Fire. But anyway, that's uh, that's kind of the latest and greatest with the Chicago Fire. Um, I tell you, I, I think we have, I guess so far one preseason match with TU. I think it's on the 14th of February, maybe it's 21st. Anyway, it's, do you know what date that is, Angela? No, I don't. I hadn't even heard about it until just now. I just, okay. Breaking news. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, it's probably a hashtag fake news. I don't know. Um, so TU, who, if you could pick. I'm just going to ask you, Angela, if you could pick one team. Okay. One team that you would love to see the Roughnecks play. I don't care what league, just pick it. <laughs> Who would you like to see come to Tulsa, Oklahoma? Oh, I, well, Mario's big New England's Revolution fan. Okay. So I've Get been, the rest? Yeah, I think that would be cool. I know that we had one of their players last year on mm-hmm. loan also. Yep. Uh, Brian Williams, I believe it's. Who it was? Yeah, he. Uh, I probably butchered that name. Yeah, I know you're talking. He, he yeah. only played a couple of games. Yeah, with he us. didn't play very many, but he yeah. did play a few. Yeah, yeah, he was, and then, which, who knows if we see if we see him again or see maybe, um, Jacory Hayes from from Dallas. Dallas, yeah. yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll see. So the Revs, okay. I, I would probably say the Revs. And slash Chelsea, if he could get Chelsea. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he would love Chelsea. (laughs) Um, Gosh, who would I like to see here? Because that would be like a scrimmage, obviously. I mean, maybe the Rev wishes you might catch them in the Open Cup. I don't know. Just, you know, they're so far away. I don't know. Exactly. I I don't foresee a scenario where even if we made a deep run to the U.S. Open Cup where they would come to town. Yeah, I don't think so. But still, you know, always hope. Yeah, I trying to think of a meaningful, (laughs) you know, match there. I think um, I would like to see someone like uh, Kansas City come to town. And I'm going to say them because, you know, I mean, I'd, obviously I'd love to see Barcelona. But, you know, realistically, yeah. we would catch uh, Kansas City maybe in the Open Cup. 
And there's a yep. lot of sporting fans here in Tulsa. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think that would, as far as interest in soccer, that may, that may move the needle and may get folks that are, don't really keep up with soccer, that don't really know anything about the USL, that might get them to come out to the matches. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially if they knew that one of those teams was coming to town. Sure. They'd definitely be there. Yeah. I yeah. mean, look at how many... People came out when we played Phoenix Rising just because of Braga. Oh, yeah. It was one of the was, more, the best, probably the best attended match of the yes. season. And because DDA Drogba was, which I was shocked that he played. <laughs> I was like, I thought he would, like, no, I don't want to play here. But he did. Yeah, he did. I mean. And we yeah. had a clean sheet against him, too. Yeah, so. we shot him down. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh Angela, tell folks how they can interact with uh, with with the supporter group and uh, the 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 wrench maidens. Yep, wrench maidens. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Nice. There you go. All well, right. No, we got them all covered. And what? And the screen name is it? Just uh, wrench maidens. maidens. All one word. Uh, yes. All one word. Perfect. And I think we follow each other. So if you just look through my list of followers, I'm sure you'll come across it. If you if you need to. Uh, find find out that way, but it's probably just easier to type it in. Yeah, and if anybody's interested in joining us, we'll take you. Yeah, as long as you're female. That's right. Okay, <laughs> you can't be dressing in drag, folks. We'll be doing that. I like the way this lipstick looks on me. It doesn't matter. I don't care. All right. Well, Angela, Bonnie, thank y'all so much for joining me this evening and helping me out here. Uh, any any final thoughts or uh, anything you'd like to share? Just come on out to the game. Can't yeah. wait to see everybody. I know. I am. I'm excited. I I know the pub crawl's coming up here pretty soon. Pretty excited about. I don't know what day we've. I don't know if there's been an announcement on that, but that's like a, that's like the that's the immersion of the season. It's it's like all right. It's it's here. It's here. Yeah. I'm ready awesome. to go. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies and uh, wrench maidens, folks. Yep. Find them, interact, join them if you are a female. All right. And uh, we'll be right back to wrap it up. All right. That's Angela Chartier, Betty Dick of the Wrench Maidens here in Tulsa. So, ladies, if you are interested in joining a supporter group, look no further. I think, uh, you know, right now they're looking for anyone that's interested in it. You don't have to be here in Tulsa. I think uh, she had mentioned there was some uh, family members of some of the some of the um, uh, some of the soccer players. I almost said footballers, but I didn't want to confuse anyone <laughs> uh, that are joining in and that they're talking to right now. So I know that is getting off the ground, and I'm really excited to see more supporters, more folks getting involved in this beautiful game. So good stuff there. Check them out, Wrench Maidens on IG, Twitter. And I think on Facebook, she said. So check them out. And uh, folks, that's going to do it this week for the Tornado Ice Heart Podcast. We hope to get Christian Rodriguez on and a new signing for the Tulsa Roughnecks. Have him on next week. And folks, you will not want to miss it. But until then, have a great week. God bless. Take care.